The ideas shared here are not professional advice. These only reflect a friendly chat. If you need advice, consult with your doctor. Welcome to Adventist Reflections, your network sharing character-building ideas. Hi, family. Welcome back to the Adventist Reflections podcast, which is, of course, your podcast. Today is episode 8 on the book of Hebrews, and it is based indeed on chapter 8 of the same book. Today we will speak about guilt, shame, depression, and anxiety. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. So, what is the worst guilt you ever carried? In psychology, guilt is described as a self-conscious emotion that involves a negative perception, a negative evaluation of the self, of feelings of distress. It comes with feelings of failure. Interestingly enough, if you have no guilt in your life, you will be prone to what we call in clinical practice psychopathy. Inversely, the ability to be able to feel guilty brings in the human mind the capacity to be empathetic and to enhance trustworthiness. It is not hard to see then that guilt or remorse can be positively taken as it can be a, give us a provision or a, an a incentive to be motivated enough to apologize to correct a wrong, or to make up for whatever it is that we did. But what if I told you that no matter how guilty, how remorseful, how much shame you are experiencing from a wrong you are doing or you did, you will still not feel better. You will not be forgiven. The wrong that you did won't be made right. How would you feel? Would you bother doing anything about it? A lot of us would opt for a few options. Option one is maybe we will be seared in our consciousness with carelessness and become remorseless. Basically, we go on that some sort of psychopathic pathway and all of a sudden what once was wrong will become either right or irrelevant. We will be careless. Otherwise, we might enter into a different pathway, a pathway that most people enter into the most common mental illnesses known to mankind today. Many people today get afflicted with mood disorders or even anxiety disorders because they carry on the weight of guilt, shame, remorse, and regrets. We have these desperate need to be forgiven, to be healed, and without the burden of a past, we seek to be able to wipe away everything that we ever did. When we read the book of Hebrews and the contact uh, in the context of the Levitical rituals from the times of Moses and the Israelites, in fact, from since the time of Adam and Eve, we can see that 
what God instituted was exactly a system that brings freedom from such consciousness. Not a freedom uh, from that causes some psychopathic way of living where we do not care anymore, but a pathway that heals our consciousness, knowing that God, the creator of the universe, indeed our creator, has forgiven us. And he is willing for us to be reconciled with him. When God gave to Moses a pattern to establish uh, a system for his people, the Israelites, to follow, God acknowledged that something had to be offered in return for forgiveness. Yes, it is not free. It is, it is a very simple system, though. When something wrong is done, there is a natural consequence. You see, when we speak of sin, the natural consequence is death. Because sin separates us from God. And since God is the source of life, well, we, by choice, are separating from that source of life, are separating from God, and so we die. So, as God instituted a sacrificial system, it was intended for the people of God to understand that something had to be given a life had to be offered in return for our forgiveness of sin and reconciliation with the throne of God. The animal sacrifices were a shadow, like a symbolism, a visual lesson of what needed to happen. But it was not the blood of animals that which saved the people. What brought salvation to the people prior to God um, was the faith that they had in being obedient to God. And the belief that one day the true sacrifice will come to redeem the world. Yes, what saved them, it was not the system as such, but the belief and the obedience that came because prior to God being sacrificed on the cross, it was this belief that pointed to that cross and that sacrifice, that which saved them. Hey family, have you listened to our mental health podcasts? Listen to Dr. Danzi and Dr. Nard's ridiculously serious ideas shared in a fun, frank and transparent conversation. The Gluten Time podcast is your podcast. You can also find a version in Spanish called La Hora del Gluten. Remember, Gluten Time podcast. Chapter 8 of the book of Hebrews is about faith as much as it is about forgiveness, reconciliation, and freedom from your mental afflictions. It is about remembering three factors. Number one, the people had forgotten that it was not the sacrifices of the animals, the so-called old covenant, that which saved them. It was not about ticking boxes like saying, I keep all the commandments, therefore I am saved. By the way, this does not nullify the commandments in either either way. Number two, it was about remembering that it was the sacrifice of Christ, the better high priest, the better mediator, the better covenant, who brought the better promises, that which mattered for our salvation. And number three, God offers a new mindset to anyone who believes in the promises of mercy given and made possible and available through the new covenant, the one fulfilled by the life, death, and resurrection, and high priestly ministry of Christ in heaven. 
in remembering this crucial message, we must remember that nobody needs a mediator other than Christ to reach to the throne of God. There is no need for a pastor, no need for a reverend, a priest, an earthly clergy of any kind, a father so-called in some religions, no elder, no shaman, nobody. We don't need anybody to be able to come to God and be cleansed and be made free from the guilt and shame of our sins. This is the thing. Confession of sins come to God directly through Christ who proved worth it. And we can come to Christ directly through prayer. If you are wondering why he is worth it, why was Christ worth it? I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous seven episodes on this series on the book of Hebrews. My Adventist Reflections family, this is the thing. Our mediator our high priest, the one who was the perfect sacrifice, Jesus Christ, is now sitting on the right-hand side of the Father in the throne of heaven, presenting your case so that the moment that you come completely sincere, asking to be forgiven, wanting to leave your wrongdoings behind you, at that very moment, you are made free. You are offered this new heart, this new mindset, which if you will, if you consent, if you allow, will cause you to walk in that sin no more. One of my favorite authors in the book, Desire of Ages, tells us this. The cross reveals the love of God. His love is drawing us to himself. If we do not resist this drawing, we shall be led to the foot of the cross in repentance for the sins that have crucified the Savior. Then the Spirit of God, through faith, produces a new life in the soul. The thoughts and desires are brought into obedience to the will of Christ. The heart, the mind are created anew in the image of Him who works in us to subdue all things to Himself. Then the law of God is written in the mind and heart, and we can say with Christ, I delight to do thy will, O my God. It is my desire that as God's call you to, God calls you to embrace Christ from whom he is for being God himself, and for what he did in his full humanity here on earth, you might also embrace the rest offered to you, and being made possible by him, by Christ himself, the perfect sacrifice, the perfect high priest, the anchor that makes it possible for you to be healed, living a life of freedom, free from guilt, remorse, and shame. He has run the race himself and he knows how to be victorious and offers you the same victory, offers you a life of freedom from your past. My name is Dr. Dancy and I love Christ. He is my God. He is my Savior. He is the promised Son who takes away my sins so I return to them no longer. The one in whom I believe. The one who gives me rest. The one who gives me freedom from my own guilt, remorse, and shame. The one who offers me a new chance to be a right with Him, with God Himself. How about you? Thank you for staying with us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as Adventist Reflections. Remember, you are phenomenally created.